at this point in your career, you're probably just like us looking for growth. So we don't need to be wasting time on steak dinners. That's for retired people. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. This is Brooklyn from Savannah, Georgia. I just moved to a new city and I need to meet people. I can't do it in my office because they're all older or married. What do I do? First of all, welcome to the South. I don't know actually from whence you moved or from from <laughs> whence from where you moved, but like Georgia's amazing. Um, the South is incredible and the food is awesome. You know, I support eating out on your own. However, it's, it is kind of nice to eat with people. Holland and I just went to brunch together with a bunch of girls in Houston and we're very excited about this. We so love them a lot. We're literally in the thick of doing this ourselves, even though we've both lived here for what seems like oodles of time. There's, there's always a moment of like, how do adults make friends? Like, how do we do this? How do we find new people? How do we, you know, run into people? Brooklyn, I think there's something that can happen around networking for you. Yeah. And we've already spoken a little about networking and how you can really, how networking can be really multi-purpose for you. Mm-hmm. Friends, boyfriends, coworkers, <laughs> business partners, potential jobs, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. So I think like given that context from episode 44, the fact that Networking can be good for you personally, professionally, and otherwise. We're going to talk about how to find a good network in this episode, because I think, Brooklyn, that's what you need. I love a good music break. Now that we're back from that. (laughs) Thank you. It's story time for me. That's what the outline says. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I I think, like, finding a good network, to your point earlier, is, like, super important, because there are some networks that, like, I don't know. Have you ever just like thought something was one thing and it's super not mm. right? Like <laughs> all kinds of bad decisions get brought up. Like, like there's like a flash of memory. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes what you're searching for and like looking for a networking group is the same words, but it's a wildly different thing when you get to it. Right. right. And, and like I had this experience where like I was working for a multi-billion dollar company that is a direct sales type business. And we call our out in the field sales representatives, marketing executives. These are the people that are selling product to other people. Right, exactly. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Yep, direct sales. Yes, okay, direct, like direct sales. In this category, things exist. Things like Mary Kay, mm. DoTerra, mm. right? These are all direct sales. Got it. And like every single one of these like direct sales companies calls their infield salespeople something different. It can be a representative. It can be a sales girl. It can be your Avon girl. It can be, you know what I mean? Like whatever the thing is. We called ours marketing executives. So when I told people that I worked for this company in marketing, some people who had encountered these like field salespeople before had some assumptions about me. They're like, oh, you left magazines to be a marketing executive for this direct sales company. I was like, no, 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 no. I work in corporate in the marketing department. I work at HQ. Yeah. And like the first, like the first time I had this experience, like, is not where I had anticipated getting it. It's like I was on their beauty team, right? And which meant that I had lots of vendor samples. Like we were trying things all the time, like from different vendors. You were launching products. Yeah, exactly. Which means like I had all of the like testers and the stuff we tried and we decided not to go with, right? Well, so you really like beauty. Yeah, hi. Like, <laughs> so like, I feel just so you know, listeners, <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's counter 
it's a double vanity. Yes. Is covered with product. <laughs> like this isn't just when she's working at a beauty company. I want you no. to know. Like, like I do think from like side to side, I have probably like six or seven different like whole skincare systems, 12 different hair care style products. It's like, not of liquid eyeliner alone. Listen, if you like it, buy it in sets of three. It's good enough for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Like anyway, so like maybe the first month or so wearing this job, I decided to take a little road trip, go visit some friends. And with me, I brought a bag of samples. I'm talking like lip masks, face scrubs, sheet masks, like all, all the cute shit that like you want. Oil to milk cleansers. Yeah. You want to sit around and like have fun with like with the girlfriends. So I like showed up at this friend's house. I was like, hey guys, like I have samples from this company. And my friend, bless her soul, she doesn't realize how rude this sounded. And I'm sorry that you get to hear about this now. She looked at me with like almost disgust. And she was like, Vanessa, you're not selling for them, are you? And I was like, she does not understand what marketing does. It was just one of those like really awkward moments where I was like, no, that's not my job. Yeah. Everyone else knew that wasn't my job, but she didn't. And she opened her mouth and made herself look like an idiot if I'm being completely honest with her. <laughs> but like it just it just got like really weird really quickly. But that was like one of those moments where like I thought everyone understood what the marketing department meant and what working at corporate marketing meant. And me having vendor samples is not something a marketing executive and infield sales would ever have. They would only they ever have finished have product. They didn't have packaging on them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah. they're just from the vendor, white packaging, yeah. no label, no nothing. And so she like didn't get it. And I was like, but how many other people out there in the world think that I'm doing that job instead yeah. of my marketing job, right? Yeah. The same weirdness can apply to like when you're looking for a networking group because like you can look for like networking and you're thinking... Just like I'm thinking marketing is corporate marketing and my friend is thinking marketing equals direct sales. When you're looking for a networking group, you can think networking equals a bunch of professionals that are salaried that I'm like looking to connect with across different major companies in Houston or whatever city you're at, Savannah. Like, Savannah. Right? But someone else can say networking and you're full of like real estate brokers and mortgage lenders and all the direct sales ladies. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a po- I got a postcard in the mail that was like, come to this dinner at this local steakhouse yes. and get a free <laughs> dinner. And like, I'm pretty sure it was for a timeshare. Right. Postcard went in the <laughs> trash. <laughs> so, but like, weren't your parents kind of down for that? Kind of a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, they may have gone. My grandma has done those things oh, yeah. before, right? It's definitely a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, cool if you do. If you know what you're getting into, I'm going to sit here and listen to a sales pitch for half an hour so I can eat a free steak. Fine. Great. But we want to make sure that like, you it, know what you're walking into. Yeah. And you're not wasting your time. The rest of this episode is literally like how to find the right groups and make the right connections. Because at this point in your career, Brooklyn, like you're probably just like us looking for growth. You're looking to make connections that you can help further other people in their career and they can help further you in your career. So we don't need to be wasting time on steak dinners. That's for retired people. Are you getting more out of corporate America? I, I know I am. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Those words are ridiculous together. Rating would be the stars. Review would be the words. Subscribe would be like hitting the button. The follow button. The like whatever Apple's changed. It's now like a follow. I don't know. Oh, on Spotify it is follow still. This okay, follow. Follow us on Spotify. What is it on Apple? It's a plus in the top right plus corner. Plus us on Apple. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Google plus. <laughs> R.I.P. Good riddance. <laughs> mm, true. <laughs> Before we dive into exactly what to look for, how to find these groups, Vanessa is going to read us in on how we got here. Yes. This comes from like 
living in a town that I swear is stuck in the 1950s. I'd moved there and I was like trying to find a job and like I was looking online there was like nothing. My dad was like, Vanessa, remember where you're living? You need to print your resume. You need to put on a button up, you know, walk your ass around town and drop them off. I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, no. I was like, damn it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Noted. So like how networking used to work when you like moved into a new town, you'd like roll up to the Better Business Bureau. They'd usually have some kind of luncheon. You'd attend. You'd get introduced as like someone who's new to town and has something to contribute. It's like going to a new church. Right. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) You'd all take communion together and call it a day. Amazing. And there's like a casserole. It's fine. So like you you would just do that. Or the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. The Chamber of Commerce or like whatever the local like I don't know grandma blue hair committee is right like <laughs> yeah. my, my family like farms in a town called George Washington uh I know <laughs> I've heard it all um every fourth of July they make an eight foot by eight foot cherry pie it's the biggest it's in the Guinness Book of World Records it's incredible oh my god but the committee that's involved in like putting on all the fireworks and all the shit surrounding the pie is called the Georgettes I'm cute. They're like the George Washington Historical Society. I'm like, I fucking love you. I love it. So there's always like little things like that. That's how we got here, right? Instead of like this, like everybody meets in the town square or has a church or something like there's always some kind of like group of people have nothing better to do. Love it. They're like that are that are the who's who of the town. And those are the people you want to get to know to figure out, okay, where do I fit in the society? Who can I help? Who can help me? Networking. So that's not exactly how it happens anymore. It's now just on the Internet. (laughs) enter Facebook (laughs) I'm using Facebook for anything on the internet but I'd say Facebook groups is probably the best idea they're the new town square it's fine Reddit can also function like this but it's more like interest based Facebook tends to still be geographically based oh okay this content may not be evergreen I'm just gonna put a little asterisk (laughs) based on what meta decides to do from day to day so here we are so when I move to new town this is what I do these days since I've moved out of this town that's stuck in the 50s. I start on Facebook and I just start like searching the name of my town. Right now I live in Houston, fourth largest city in the country. So I don't usually start with Houston. I start a little closer to towns. Like Savannah may be small enough that you can start with Savannah and then go like networking professionals or networking or young professional groups or groups or business professional, like any of these words, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things that I like to start with, especially useful for this podcast audience is women's groups. So Savannah professional women or what whatever field you're in like Brooklyn if you're a lawyer if you're a doctor if you're a nurse if you're in construction if you're like whatever the thing is like Savannah your profession women's group right done, right yeah. mm-hmm. see what you can come up with there yeah. this is also useful fairly useful on LinkedIn but LinkedIn just tends to be a smaller group like a smaller subset of people where people like are in the kind of town square is going to end up being Facebook okay um so you might come up with like a few cool groups actually gonna end with a bunch okay and I will start like I'll usually start with like the groups with the most people in them and this is where the nuance comes I will go look at who's in the group go deep into the group and figure out who the admins are or like see who the top posters are and if they're all people who have a profession that get compensated based on their network that's a red flag we're talking these real estate type people MLM type people Insurance people, mm-hmm, financial people mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. There are going to be people who like have probably a base rate and then a commission or right. other compensation. Like there, it's not a straight salary. There's some kind of like commission based situation going based on. Based on the people you know. Exactly. That's, how you can leverage them. Yes. Okay. So if you're seeing that the top posters and the admins are f- kind of checking any of those boxes, that's a no-go. Yeah. Or at least an awareness. 
one of the reasons we need to make the separation between these two is people who are compensated for their network are usually looking to grow their network only to extract something from that network. People that are not compensated for their network are usually looking to contribute to the whole and hopefully gain something for themselves, but they're more likely to be contributing. And this is <laughs> it's like Professor Vanessa Mode for a second. This is a play that's been going for thousands and thousands of years. Like, oh. <laughs> welcome. Step into the library. Um, we're talking about cooperative economic policy versus competitive economic policy. This comes from a book called Why Nations Fail. Daniel Asamogo is amazing. And he, he looked at why superpowers are over-indexed in the Northern Hemisphere. And he looked why, you know, fa- failed nations, third world countries, places that we think like, oh, I need to send aid to are over-indexed in the Southern Hemisphere. And it comes down to like, okay, in the Northern Hemisphere, there are powers who like would go south and only participate in extractive economic policy. It means they're going down to strip mine all the silver, all the gold, all the titanium, all the things, bring it back up north and produce it into something, right? Mm -hmm. Amongst the nations in the north, they weren't able to do that as easily. So you get, you know, Britain coming over to the Americas and they're not able to implement an extractive economic policy. So they have to start cooperating with people that are here. Great. (laughs) Through cooperation, you end up with this like superpower ability and it's awesome. So I just like... (laughs) <laughs> to bring that all the way back around, <laughs> I, I want to make sure that you, Brooklyn, are in a place where, like, you are in a cooperative environment, not an extractive one. And a cooperative environment tends to be people that are compensated like you are, that have a salary, that have professional expectations. Whereas, like, you know, these people in these other networking groups are not bad. They're not bad people. No, of course. They're just compensated differently, and compensation will drive behavior. And the value that they're bringing isn't the value you're looking to add to your life. Exactly. They're really just there to like get your contact information, put you into some kind of sales funnel. And like eventually at some point they assume you'll need to buy a house, in which case you'd need all their services. If you, sure. If you want to buy a house, attend one of them. You'll find 10 people. You don't need to attend it ever again. Yeah. Right. Like great. But for ongoing networking and people in your profession, people that can help you in your vertical and your career, you need to be looking for the groups that are not headed by those type of people. And we're back to like, how do we not waste your time and make sure that you're getting exactly what you want as fast as you can. So now that I have this list of cool groups that like match my profession and are actually going to be contributory, I'm also looking for like a list of cool places to hang out. And I don't care if you find that on like Yelp or Meetup or local magazine listicles, like whatever the thing is, but like there's going to be some like hot spots that are always kind of thriving. When I was in my 20s, I look for club places. Right now I'm looking for brunch places in my 30s. I don't know what's going to be in my 40s, maybe parks. I have no idea. Right. As a person who came to this town Newly, seven mm-hmm. years ago now. Sure. Wow. Fresh. I could tell you within six to 12 months what the coolest neighborhoods yeah, were. Yeah, exactly. You just know because that's where people go. Mm-hmm. You hear about things happening in these places all the time. Yes. Right? Like, and, and what you're looking for then in these two lists is where it overlaps. You're looking for, okay, where are these, the networking groups, the people that I'm looking to meet hanging out and are they hanging out the cool places? Yes or no? Because chances are... The networking group is going to be there and there's going to be other people similar to that. So you could find friends, acquaintances, other people and have an injection of like a professional network as well. The, the vibe is to see the networking group and be seen at the cool place, right? So okay, see love and that. be seen. Yeah, right? totally. Yes. So Brooklyn, I think your job now is to do a little bit of Facebooking. Yeah. Like do a little bit of some things. <laughs> yeah. Make some lists. Um, and know that this can take some time. So I know you want to get out there. Join a yoga studio. <laughs> Right. In the meantime, yeah, right? like, like in addition to that, like just put yourself in a position where you're interacting with other people, farmers markets, yoga yeah. studios, like whatever the thing is. Events. But when it comes to that professional networking group, I think this is the way to do it. Hundo. 
question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Brooklyn. Shit, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you for catching it. Holland swears in bulk. I want everyone uh, to know this. Shitbag damn it. It's one word. They're not interwoven into our normal speech patterns. They just like come out all at once. Okay. <laughs>